This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The gap between competition kind of narrows. Like, do you think we'll see tighter scoring games in the divisional round now that we kind of weeded out some of the teams that, well, I don't even want to say the Cowboys didn't deserve to be there because they had a great regular season. But do you get the point that I'm making? Yes. I would say the answer is maybe. I think we're going to find out, particularly in the NFC, right? Are the Bucs mm-hmm. going to continue to be competitive? They've won six of seven, but again, they haven't played in a good division. Can they really go to Detroit and hang with the Lions? Maybe. Or does that story sort of come to an end and Detroit blows them out? Same thing with the Packers. They destroyed the Cowboys. They're clearly playing. Jordan Love, in particular, playing his best football of the season. Do they go out, keep it within the number, give the Niners a run? Maybe the Niners are rusty. Or is it a situation where, okay, you guys are a good team, but you're sort of outclassed here? I don't know. I think it's. I think we could see a couple of competitive games because it's the playoffs. And then I also think we could see a, a, a situation where both teams sort of revert back to the mean a little bit, and then they get blown out. Right, and the other trend is that the spread really hasn't mattered. Only mattered in one game this weekend, which kind of goes along with if games are not competitive, obviously the spread doesn't matter. You just pick a winner. Let's look at the AFC and go game by game in the divisional round and see if we can pick some games. Let's start off Saturday, 4.30 kickoff kickoff in Baltimore, where the Ravens should be nice and rested. They're laying 9.5 against the Texans. Total of 45.5. So, Jenks, we examined the NFC, and we have decided that we think that the rest is a good thing. What about the Ravens, though? Because I think, and I think you're kind of closer to the area than I am, there has been mm-hmm. years where the Ravens have had this first round bye, and they have come out extremely rusty. And there's even been like a squabble about them resting some of their players because there's been years in the past where it has looked like the wrong move and they just have come out stale in some of these po- uh, postseason games. So do you think it's a good thing for the Ravens as well, the fact that they're getting extra rest? I think so. I, honestly, I think if you are a very good football team and the Ravens certainly qualify, and the Ravens have battled all sorts of injuries, they got great mm-hmm. news. Mark Andrews has been working out with the team again. So yep. imagine how huge that is for this team. And before he left the lineup, he was their primary target. Mark Andrews is a hell of a football player. So now they have an extra week to get ready. They've been banged up at running back all season long. But when you have an already great team that could use the rest, it's just going to do nothing but benefit them. And especially this time of year, because we know what a grind the NFL season is. And then a couple of seasons ago, they had the extra week to make it even more difficult on these guys. So, yeah, I think for the Ravens, a team that has all the tools to win a Super Bowl this season, any sort of extra rest, any sort of extra preparation, particularly when you're getting ready to get one of your primary weapons back, I think is huge. Okay, so we agree on that. But the spread in this game, nine and a half for a Texans team that's playing with a lot of confidence. C.J. Stroud does not look like a rookie, and something should be said about this defense as well. Will Anderson and company have figured something out. It is not a team that is only the quarterback alone. So nine and a half points. 
Are you interested in the Texans here? Oh, maybe. Ah, I don't know. Doesn't this line just seem way too? It seems disturbingly large. Where it makes me think maybe the Ravens are the right side because I would have if you had asked me. Every now and then, I like to test myself. Like, okay, you don't know the number yet. If you had to guess, what what is the number? Texans and Ravens. What's the spread? And I'm terrible at this, by the way. Then I I would have never guessed nine and a half. I would have said I don't know six and a half, seven and a half tops. But nine and a half, it seems like a big big number. I will say this: if you want to make a case for the Texans, look, the Browns' defense was fantastic all season long, and C.J. Stroud carved them up. The one the one caveat is when it comes to a rookie quarterback, you can look at it two ways, right? At some point. He's probably going to have a bad game because he is a rookie and and all rookies. It ha- well, it happens to the best quarterbacks in the NFL, rookie or no. At the mm-hmm. same time, C.J. Stroud, because he's a rookie, has this really high ceiling where he certainly hasn't come close to being as good as he can be, which is kind of a scary thought. So how do you look at it? All right, the Ravens have had an extra week. Yeah, you carved up the Browns defense, but you got to go on the road to Baltimore at some point. You're going to have some sort of regression. Or is it you've been white hot all year? Nobody's been able to stop you. The Browns didn't stop you last week. Maybe you're good enough to keep this within nine and a half. And I, right now, I don't know. I think for me, it's Texans or nothing. Like maybe I don't play it, but I think I will take the points in this one. Because look at a similar matchup or a similar spread. Look at the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills were laying 10 in that game. Don't we feel like the divide between the Steelers and the Bills, especially the Steelers not having TJ Watt, is miles wider than what we're seeing from the Texans and the Ravens? Like maybe I have recency bias, but it just does not feel to me that this is a Texans team that is that much worse than the Ravens. Like I could be proven wrong. And I think the the sabotage factor for me is that the spread has not mattered in a lot of these games. So maybe it's a Ravens romp where, you know, they absolutely beat the brakes off the Texans here. But I think for me, it is the points and the points only. I don't think that I will be laying nine and a half with the team that's been sitting around while the Texans are playing with very little pressure and nothing to prove. Next up, let's go to the Sunday night game. We've got the Chiefs and the Bills. Bills laying two and a half. Jenks, I think everybody's first instinct Mm -hmm. is Patrick Mahomes getting points. And I almost Mm -hmm. did this too. Feels kind of square. And I will say the Chiefs looked a little better. Travis Kelsey actually had more than like 15 receiving yards for the first time in a while, it seemed. Do you think the Chiefs are fixed? Like their entire team is fixed? Like the fix is in? No. As a team that looked broken for most of the year. Didn't the Chiefs look broken? Travis Kelsey looked broken in some of these games. Yes. And I've bet on some of his props saying, oh, well, buy low spot on Travis Kelsey. Oh, man, the Chiefs have been tough to bet on this year. But still, they looked better last game. They did it in the elements. They were, you know, playing with a ton of confidence. It looks like the vibes are way better for Kansas City now. So two and a half points with the Chiefs. You in, you out. Nah, I'm on the Bills. Go Bills. We're with you. Fight Bills. 
just love the Bills right now. I don't believe in the Chiefs at all. The Chiefs don't look – the Chiefs, to me, don't look significantly better than what we saw for the majority of the season. Because we talked about it before they, they played the Dolphins, that the Dolphins, A, had not really beaten anyone of significance outside of Dallas. B, they're a terrible cold-weather team. C, they didn't beat a single team with a winning record on the road this year. So that was the only bet I made over the weekend. Thankfully, it came home. But everything pointed to, yeah, the Chiefs are pretty good, I guess. But more than that, the Dolphins are massively overrated. And here, it's a different situation. And also, I don't know how you quantify this, but man, the Bills have been waiting for this for a long time time they have always had to go on the road and play kansas city on the road play kansas city on the road play kansas city and finally in a year where they had to have an incredible run at the end of the season to make the playoffs to win the division now they finally get to host kansas city so i think the motivation the crowd is going to be out of this world and honestly i am not what we saw from the chiefs against the dolphins i think is fool's gold I don't think the Chiefs are that good, and I definitely think the Bills are better. I will lay the two and a half of Buffalo. The Dolphins look like they didn't want to be there, and I don't blame yeah. them. It looked really cold. But I still have trouble trusting the Chiefs because we have seen a team that is untrustworthy for most of the season. So if the Chiefs have receivers dropping passes and their offense still looks a little shaky in this game – wouldn't you say to yourself and point in the mirror and say, you saw this, you saw this coming. Why did you bet on the Chiefs? And plus, this is a short number. It's two and a mm-hmm. half. I thought to myself, okay, maybe we get a back and forth game. Because the last time I think that we saw Patrick Mahomes against Josh mm-hmm. Allen, you know, in a postseason game, went to overtime. We saw a lot of points. But this is not a Chiefs offense. It's really been racking up the points. In fact, they have been more prone to the run, and they have actually been – better on defense than in years past. So maybe I'm not looking at a total in this one. I think this one's a stay away from me just Mm -hmm. because the Bills can be so volatile when they are playing their best, like we saw against the Steelers, where Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over, they look unbeatable. I think I would put them against any team in the NFL. But when Josh Allen turns the ball over – they can lose to anybody, and they can mm-hmm. keep it close with the worst of teams. They beat the Chargers with an interim coach by a total of yeah. two points. So I feel like they are the ultimate feast or famine team, which is not something I want to put my money on. I think you had it right when you were talking about maybe playing the Bills in the futures market. That is the ultimate way, I think, to play a team that's that volatile, right? I think it has to be. Yeah, I think you're probably spot on there, and I – And again, that goes into your handicap, which is if you're talking about a volatile team, is that the sort of team Mm -hmm. you want to trust in the postseason? Not me. No, but if you're getting six to one on that team, a team that we Ah. think can go against anybody, I think that's the way you play it. You try to ride the high-end potential of the Buffalo Bills. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.